This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hands Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week we're talking about old school. Hey, did did we lock you in a dumpster once? I got out. In the <laughs> this movie came out in 2003. Yeah, directed directed by Todd Phillips. Almost 20 years. Damn. I know. I know. Uh, story by Court Crandall, story also by Todd Phillips, story also by Scott Armstrong. Eh, whatever. I'm not going to go through all those writing credits. <laughs> Starring Luke Wilson, Vince Vaughn, Will Ferrell, uh, Jeremy Piven, Ellen Pompeo, Juliet Lewis, a bunch of Perry Reeves, Elisha Cuthbert, Craig Kilborn, Stifler, <laughs> and uh, Artie Lang. Stifler. Um... Yeah, this movie is a was a giant comedy when it came out. It was all over the place, and I, and I can't believe it's been almost twenty years. So that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yep, this would put Will Ferrell on the map, right? When it came to movies, <laughs> I was gonna say I think SNL did that, but uh, well, I mean he he had SNL, and then he did like you know Superstar and uh, Night at the Roxbury, but those weren't like you know this this kind of shot him into superstardom. Oh, this and probably Ron Burgundy probably came out pretty close, right? Mm, I think so. Yeah, that was like his next movie. It's like this. Oh, I think this one led to, you know, Anchorman. Right. And then he blew up even more. Yeah. yeah. He was nominated um, most recently for uh, for directing Joker. <laughs> Will Ferrell? Sorry. The, Will Ferrell. <laughs> Todd Phillips. Todd Phillips, <laughs> Anyway. Emo Phillips. All right, well. Uh, call me Mr. Butterfingers. <laughs> Alex, <laughs> Alex, this was your uh, selection. What's your history with it? Uh, I, I remember, I, I want to say I did see this in the movie theaters because I was kind of, it, it just looked hilarious. The trailers and the commercials uh, looked funny. And I watched it. And then I was not disappointed. <laughs> it was even funnier than I had hoped. Movie's great. Still holds up. Okay, Scott. I do not remember if I saw this in theaters or not, but I I'm pretty sure I saw it around the time it came out. Uh, but yeah, the, the, like you said, Jeff, uh, it was kind of hard to get away from from it. Uh, a lot of a lot of uh, quotable quotable lines and moments from the movie, and everybody was was saying it. Uh, we still say some of them. Mm-hmm. Luckily, some of them yeah. went, went, kind of died out. But <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I did not see this in the theater. Uh, I'm pretty sure I saw it at one of our hangouts the first time. Then I think for next hangout for the next two years, this movie was always put on at some point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It was it, this I, and then Eurotrip <laughs> after that <laughs> for a few parties. <laughs> uh, and for that reason, I kind of got tired of it i didn't i really haven't watched this in like probably 15 years because yeah it was on all the time and yeah. it's funny and i still laugh this time but it just kind of like whew. it got old pretty quick but uh pretty old damn school, hilarious old and school, yeah old school <laughs> and it's funny that 
some of these we've talked about with other movies how ter- we say phrases a bunch amongst ourselves and like I forget where they actually originated when you see them here so, oh yeah it actually did come from this um, so so yeah old school mm-hmm. let's get into it Alex well first of all we're going to talk about seven items for the movie. Alex, right. what's your number seven? Uh, my number seven is the short cameo by the director, <laughs> which is freaking great. Uh, Mitch is having his breakup because he just caught his wife cheating in, uh, in the orgy that almost happened. <laughs> and they're breaking up at the kitchen. And Juliette Lewis is fantastic in the scene. <laughs> She's still smoking a cereal. I'm really sorry. And she blows the smoke to the side. Yeah, anyway, they so hear a knock at the door. She's <laughs> like, oh, damn it. And you can see Juliette Lewis in the back going, oh, like she's worried. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> and this guy, it's like the Jewish the Jewish fro and a mustache and everything. His director, Todd Phillips. <laughs> and Mitch, he just goes, what? He's like, I'm here for the gangbang. Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. Yeah, Julie Lewis was, was was pretty damn funny in the, both of her scenes, like this and then the 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 post credits. Oh, well, not post credits, but uh, the one over the credits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. I'm here for the gangbang. Yeah, Todd Phillips uh, makes cameos in, I think, other, not all of his other movies, right? He's not like the Stan Lee of his own movies, but I, I know he know. was in uh, the the Hangover. What was he in the Hangover? He was the same guy, <laughs> the same gangbang guy. But he was like in an elevator. Okay, I don't know. I didn't see the Hangover two. Pretty sure he's in Hangover three. Scott, what's your number seven? Uh, my number seven. I, I so yeah, there was stuff that I did not remember at all the the bread maker was cracking me up uh, <laughs> yeah the, damn it the the funniest part was just the the beginning when he when he gives it to him as the as when frank gives it to luke wilson's character uh as as the housewarming gift and he, and he tells him I, I got that for you for your wedding which is pretty funny in of itself and then uh Farrell's like oh uh oh damn and then, Wilson's like, why don't you keep it? And he's like, but what? What did you think of it? Oh, I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> it's great. I love it. Yeah, yeah. That was that made me laugh. That was the first big laugh. Uh, it was the, the breadmaker, and then yeah, of course, it comes back later. Yeah, <laughs> he gives it to Vince Vaughn's kid as as a gift. Yeah, <laughs> and there was like some subtle stuff going on there too, like the, the wrapping job. On the on the present, <laughs> this mm-hmm. was just awful. Uh, yeah, he just wants to get rid of this bread maker for some reason, and then just Vince Vaughn just shaking his head. Uh, yeah, so everything to do with the bread maker was funny. All right, uh, my number se- seven would be uh, Jeremy Piven. Um, this is kind of his like this is he's almost playing Ari Gold a little bit in some of these scenes, like the overconfident stuff. Obviously, at the end things change, but. He just plays a good prick. Just like he kind of does it. Well, Entourage is a little different. He could play both roles in that, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, just a good, good, good foil for these guys. And I mean, obviously, this is you know all these college movies are just horseshit. These rules they make up and everything. It's, it's very typical. Double secret probation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it is. It is funny uh, to me, like seeing him in this because I, growing up, PCU was one of my, uh, I don't know, my favorite, but something that I did watch. 
a lot uh, when it would come on cable. Um, so to see him play like the exact opposite here, um, where he is the authority figure, is is, is kind of weird to me. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I've never seen PCU, so I don't know. Was it about people making PCs in the university, or <laughs> basically, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah? You got it, you nailed it. All right, Alex, number six. Uh, my number six. <laughs> I kind of forgot this part until I saw it. The fucking Dan Band. Oh, so good. Uh, higher for me. <laughs> Way higher for me. <laughs> uh, I'll let Scott talk about it, but uh, look him up. I think it's terrible. I gotta make I think it's fucking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. It's, it's, not, awesome. it's not funny. I yeah, it's pretty funny. Oh, it, I was dying. Yeah, and Will, Fer- <laughs> Will Ferrell's reaction to it is fucking great. All right. Well, Scott, what's your number six? Uh, number six is Vince Vaughn is an asshole. So... Mm-hmm. I get that that he's he's got the heightened character here, and so does Will Ferrell. But it was it was like too much for me. Uh, yes, he's funny, um, and he gets some some really funny lines in this movie. But it, it was it was too much. Um, like right off the bat, when he when he's telling Will Ferrell at the at the altar, basically like run away now. <laughs> yes, it's funny, but like at that point, like I don't care about your character anymore, like because you're an asshole. <laughs> even if even if uh, she turned out to be an awful person when she wasn't, uh, like it's still a fucked up thing to do to your friend. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Like from from just from a like. Obviously, it's best not to think about it too hard. Like you said, Jeff, there's all this bullshit yeah. going on with the college rules. Obviously, like the <laughs> relationships the kind of like don't follow real world uh, etiquette either. But uh, I don't know. It just it just bothered me. But he's such like aggressively like <laughs> like fucking with his friend like right there on his wedding day. Oh, yeah, Maybe he's trying to save him. Yeah, Vince Vaughn's not funny. I don't like him in almost anything. He has moments. He has moments, but yeah, he kind of always plays the same character. He's he's definitely like playing like he's played this character before and and since. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like I know what's it called comes after this, right? Wedding Crashers, the same guy. Mm -hmm. The Cell, same guy. Yeah, Lost World, same guy. True True Detective, same guy. Swingers is different. I'll give him Swingers, but that was the first time he played Vince Vaughn. Yeah, <laughs> I, I liked him in Made when he's also basically playing the same character, but that was a little bit different. I don't know. Not a big fan of Vince Vaughn, but he has his moments. All right, uh, we're on to my number six, and uh, it's the just the kidnapping scene with the damn van. Yeah. <laughs> Master just driving all <laughs> Master uh, of that's perfect song for that scene. <laughs> <laughs> just driving all over campus, peeling out, just Shanghaiing people and. Yeah, the van. Anytime you get a good A-team van in your movie. Okay, bye. <laughs> Tell everybody about this will fucking kill you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm we'll just have them home before dinner time. Things are cheesy poofs. <laughs> oh, that lady looks so cute, too. She's like, oh, <laughs> she's so scared. <laughs> so, Alex, number five. My number five at the wedding. <laughs> it's only because we say that we still say this all the time. I love you, Dad. Oh my gosh! It's a, it's it's a funny weird. delivery. I don't know how it caught on with you guys, though. Yeah, well, <laughs> just because he said it, and because Sanders used to say it. Well, I know, I know all the time. I know, well, I know, but the point still stands. Like, I don't, like it seems like a 
weird thing to latch on to. I don't know. It's a funny line. I agree, Scott. <laughs> it's just a great My delivery. brother and Sanders have been doing it with each other forever. And it, it cracks me up when they do it. But I'm like, what? Of all the things in the movie, you guys picked that out? Whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure I'm one to talk. But. <laughs> exactly. All, we all are. But. Spreads the Frank's dead. I haven't seen him in like 30 years. Love you, Dad. <laughs> I mean, it is just the way he just blurts it out. It's pretty funny. But <laughs> yeah. it's just a random. Yeah. All right, Scott, number five. Uh, number five is the the streaking. Uh, I'm definitely going to talk more about Will Ferrell later, but uh, that that whole se- sequence uh, was funnier than I remembered it being. Um, you know, it wasn't guffawing or anything. Uh, but by the time he hits the, the 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 main street of the town that they're in, <laughs> it's 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 pretty damn funny. And like he keeps talking about going to the quad, you know, and then you know. Sometimes in comedy, it's that third or fourth time you come back around to that that same thing when the the joke really lands. Yeah, you know, when he when he tells his wife, like, "Yeah, we're growing up to the the quad and then into the gymnasium." Like, it's such a weird goal that he's come up with for himself. And yeah, he's just running through the middle of town. Uh, and yeah, it, it is uh, uh, impressive, you know, just the the balls it would take to do something like that, like. <laughs> because like, they probably did more than one take you know <laughs> so he's mm-hmm. and according to the trivia he was naked for that it wasn't like he was i don't know maybe he had a, <laughs> he he had had a, a cup a, or something he had a friend. cock sock on or something but like still mostly naked uh yeah it just takes takes a lot of uh guts to, to do something like that <laughs> well the ladies in the car why, why are you slowing down yeah <laughs> <laughs> frank Oh, I love the way he goes just really hard ass first when he gets into the car. <laughs> yeah, that's the best part. It's like, oh my gosh. You think KFC's still open? <laughs> yeah, that, that, I did laugh at that line too, yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. All right, uh, we're on to my number five. Yeah. Yeah, it's the it's the beginning of the party where before, before Frank turns into Frank Tank, the... Uh, just uh, I've got a big day tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Going to Home Depot. Yeah, maybe Bed Bath Beyond. I don't know if there's enough time. It's just because as you get older, that's what your weekends turn into. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It always just cracks me up. And every time I think I do have, if I've ever been to Home Bed Bath and Beyond, that I have to think of that line and say, "There's enough time." <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah what, what, cracks me up because this movie came out with 2003. I was yeah. like 20. 526, yeah, a lot different now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was like, like, again, it's, it's product placement, but it was funny that when they, when they do the couples counseling, it was like the other night, you know, we had a lovely evening at the Olive Garden. <laughs> like, yeah. like, that's the level uh, of excitement in the relationship is going to Bed Bath mm-hmm. Beyond and, and the Olive Garden. Yeah, Alex, number four. My number four is I love the scene where they're taking the tests. To get uh, recognized as an, as an official fraternity, awesome. <laughs> the first the debate with the raging Cajun, then Frank blacks out. <laughs> He's like, "What happened?" I blacked out. When he gives like the perfect argument uh, that can't be rebuted. Uh, what was that? The the written exam <laughs> that they were all clearly cheating on. <laughs> Nobody caught him. That was great. Yeah all, yeah, all of those scenes were amusing, but like, at that point, I'm like, okay, let's let's <laughs> let's let's move along. Eh? 
Nah. Yeah, the the speech one was by far the best because I blacked out, and I think that's one we use too to this day. Mm-hmm. What happened? I blacked out. out. Yeah, they should have saved that one for last. <laughs> like, like in hockey, I don't know, we've made, someone make a really good play. Like, how did you pull that off? Oh, what happened? I don't know. I blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> and right. Vince Vaughn holding that iron cross with a cigarette in his mouth. Yeah, it's so stupid. And you yeah. can totally see like the you can't see the wire, but you can see how he's. Being held in the back. Still holding it. (laughs) Still holding it. (laughs) All right, Alex. Or sorry, Scott. Number four. Uh, Number four is the uh, the sound of silence. Um, Yeah, (laughs) I I I love that that whole little sequence. I mean, I mean, him him getting the trank dart is pretty funny. Um, But all of a sudden, it switches into the graduate. uh, Was was an inspired moment. Um, You kind of kind of see where. You know, okay, Todd Phillips does have some chops here. Um, just the cool shot of him underwater. Um, and then the, the first person kind of dream. Um, and it goes to like a weird, the movie goes to a really weird place for, for that for that minute there. And then, uh, you know, she reaches in to kiss him and then it's Stifler, uh, Sean William Scott. And then they're, they're actually <laughs> tonguing each other. <laughs> and then, yeah, oh, the, the, French the, 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 punch, the punchline and he kicks him back into the pool. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hey, I just realized Sean William Scott is just like your whole family just wrapped into one name. Sean William Scott. Almost. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> anyway. And, uh... <laughs> Sorry. <I'm> just <laughs> yeah. I never noticed that before. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just that whole sequence, but especially the when all of a sudden it switches to the Hello, darkness, my old friend. Yeah. Yeah. I have more to say about this later, but yeah, it was pretty damn good. Yeah. I couldn't help but think of Ben Affleck. I don't get it. You don't remember that meme? Oh, yeah, yeah. When they interviewed him for like <laughs> Batman or whatever. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, uh, we're on about my number four. It's still great. Yeah. <laughs> this is. It's Vince, when Vince Vaughn says earmuffs and his kid puts on. And it's funny enough that he says the words, but then it's just Frank, cock balls. <laughs> All right, Frank, don't, don't need to celebrate it. Oh, yeah. God. It just cracks me up. I think I think because anytime now someone says someone, oh, he should be swearing or something like that. But it's like, cock balls. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, earmuffs is probably the thing I quoted most from this movie. I still do. Earmuffs. Yeah. <laughs> See, you can do anything. Oh, my God. See, it's fuck shit. Cock balls. All right. Scott, number three. I mean, sorry, Alex, number three. My number three is the return of Frank the Tank. And this happens throughout the course of the movie. I think this is the real, like, character arc <laughs> in the whole film. It's fantastic. Uh, where Frank is this, you know, you think at the beginning of his wedding, he's a straight-laced guy. He's going to get married, even though Vince Vaughn is telling him that it's a huge mistake. Then he goes to one party. Oh, no. He does the, uh, whatchamacallit. He's working on his Trans Am. And he's like, okay, this is a little bit different. I don't know why his wife wouldn't know about this already. Uh, but working on, on the Trans Am, maybe being not, not the guy that she thought. Uh, going to the party, drinking a few beer bongs, and then Frank the Tank kind of came back. Uh... And yet, and then, yeah, they try therapy for one session and then he's got kicked out of the house because of it. <laughs> I guess the tree in the safe space wasn't safe enough. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just talking in a safe space, saying being honest, and then they're, they're looking at him weird, just like, come on. Uh, then the whole thing at the birthday party happened, his life kind of spirals down, and at Blue's funeral, the the big D word comes up. Gotta get a divorce, because it's not really working. And then you see his, after that, it's kind of, you know, okay, it's kind of back up on an upturn uh, as to being who he uh, really wants to be. By the I, end of the I, movie. I don't think he learns anything. Hey, he learns not to hide who he is. There you go. Yeah, be yourself. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's going to go with the gangbangs. Yeah, be yourself. <laughs> All right, Scott, number three. Uh, number three, uh, Alex already talked about a little bit about the, the rush sequence uh, with the, the van. Uh yeah, the, the funniest bit was when he when he yells at the wife about how she says nothing, you'll fucking kill her. Uh, yeah, just tackle Spanish into the yeah yeah <laughs> fountain. Yeah, that was a, that was a good uh, camera angle tackle. Uh, the uh, I'd forgotten about the the cinder block thing. Um, <laughs> so. That I mean, yeah, like, like that's all amusing. Um, but yeah, just just them, like yeah, driving around like maniacs. Uh, just again, the kind of the heightened stuff going on in this movie, yeah. <laughs> smashing it to everything. Yeah, like they they take out the, I guess it's basically a bulletin board. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to get to Spanish. Uh, I want. I feel like they they cut a bunch of stuff. They they, they must have had other abductions they didn't get to. Um, like Rob Corddry. Uh, who, oh, by mm-hmm. the way, I don't, do, does Rob Corddry ever say anything in this movie? I don't think he says a word. Nope. He's like right there in a lot of scenes. Yeah. Like right, like right in the middle of the scene. But yeah, he never says anything. Uh, but to be fair, when this movie came out, we didn't know who he was. R- right. It's just funny now. Like, yeah, the, the, yeah he's, he's there and not saying anything. Uh, I mean, like, what about like the richest person from this cast is a nobody in this movie? Yeah. What, the Asian guy? No, I'm assuming it's that guy who's a recruit. He's from uh, Big Bang Theory. Oh, that guy. Yeah. 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 I forget that guy's name, but uh, probably. Yeah, There's some other comedy heavyweights. Uh, Artie Lang, uh, no mm-hmm. pun intended. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, Matt Walsh. Um, so the thing is two co-workers. Uh, Matt Walsh mm-hmm. is uh, most recently from Veep. Yeah. He's Veep. fucking great on that. <laughs> yeah. But, uh yeah, yeah. The again, the the rush sequence is, is, is a lot of fun. He gets slapped in the face. <laughs> yeah, hey, I heard you, you slip with what's his boss's the boss's daughter. Hey, 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 hey! It's not true. <laughs> All right. Well, my number three is kind of in that sequence. No, I was with Oli McOlderson, whatever his name <laughs> Blue. is. Blue, you're my boy, Blue. Blue, you're my boy. Just all this stuff like the the well, the hazing with the. Why is the rope the other end tied to your penis? It's that whole thing, uh, falling down, the one guy getting unfortunate, and it goes through the manhole cover. And, but then the stuff with Blue, uh, everything with him, when he's dying and the mud wrestling and all, all that shit. <laughs> just ring, just ring the bell. Blue. <laughs> just ring the bell. He was glorious. <laughs> just ring the bell, you fucking pansy. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, when Will Ferrell, I don't know when he's coming back from the dart in the neck or whenever he sees him. I saw Blue. It's glorious. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, Alex, number two. My number two is I really like Jer- Jeremy Piven as a villain in this one. I don't think he got enough screen time. Uh, he needed to be like a bigger antagonist than he was, but man, he he really capitalized on the short scenes that he, on the few scenes that he had. Um, right when he gets in the door, <laughs> and he, you get like a clear little backstory. You get everything you need to know about why he hates these guys, like in like five minutes, which is a fantastic bit of storytelling. Uh, just from that one joke, didn't we lucky in a dumpster? He's like, yeah, I got out. Oh, okay. Instantly. These guys were kind of cool in high school and they bullied him. That's why he became a jerk. Don't be bullies. Take this as a lesson. Because if you want to open a fraternity, the guy you bullied could be a dean. Now. I, I did like the, the line later about how, um, yeah, they, they might be idiots throwing on these parties, but they're surprisingly good at doing paperwork. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't it's even realize really quite was, an anomaly. I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't even sure what his job was until someone actually said it like later in the movie. Like at one point, Vince Vaughn says like, oh yeah, he's a lawyer. I'm like, he's a lawyer? Okay, okay I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you could have been anything. You could have been an architect. You could have been an accountant. Like I wasn't, yeah. was not sure at all what, it, what his actual job was. <laughs> Luke, yeah. Luke Wilson that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Pippin is great as a villain. Keeps dead. Finding ways to try to, to rig the tests, really, uh, when they're doing the tests. Uh, uh, what was it? She, he bribes uh, the girl from uh, Rushmore, Wang. Yep. That whole scene was great, which ultimately led to his downfall. Yeah, no doubt. And then comeuppance at the end for both the uh, the antagonists. Was, <laughs> Craig Kilborn's so dumb. <laughs> yep <laughs> I loved it <laughs> the, the ADR oh shit yeah oh shit smash Scott number two okay uh, number two is the Dan Ban I'd I completely forgotten about this uh, and then you just start singing the fucking turn around every fucking now and then like, like it's not even that that clever like adding in the words but just the the non sequitur nature of it, and uh, the fact that they they are like legitimate like wedding band, and just like him giving it his all uh, was cracking me up. Well, what's what's the other song they were doing, Alex? Oh, lady, yeah, <laughs> that, one, that was even better. <laughs> You're my lady. Oh God, yeah, and yeah, just the subtle reactions of people like, what is actually going on here? <laughs> Yeah, it was great. Yeah, fucking turn around. Uh, if I, if, you know, if I ever get married, the Dan Band. Yep. I just think they're not funny at all because, like, we all do that same stupid shit when we're driving in our cars, adding curse words to songs. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. It's not like particularly clever, but like for the yeah, reason you're just was, jealous. You didn't think of it first. They're making it work. Yeah. You didn't make your own band and do it <laughs> and, start, and, and be a guest in a movie. Could have been the, could have well, had the you Jeff didn't band. join my band. You guys didn't respond to my flyer. Oh. <laughs> <Midget> Palooza. <laughs> Jeff <laughs> Palooza. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number two is Frank the Tank. When, when he starts, when he starts his downward spiral and, okay, just one bong and the whole line. This is the line that we think we still use a lot. It's so good when it hits the lips. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then just when him doing his little turret. 
and all that stuff. And Frank the Tank. Frank the Tank. <laughs> when 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 was the last time you guys think you did a beer bong? Shit. A beer bong? Yeah. Oh. I think I think I think I did. I, I vaguely remember doing a keg stand. Like yeah, last keg stands, but, but like the was beer like, bong. I don't even know. My brother owned one. I think, right? yeah, I think I your even... brother's apartment. Somebody had like yeah. a, a two story one. Yeah, we did a two story one. Just let gravity do the work on that yeah. one. Yeah. Um, it was probably like yeah, like over fifteen years ago. I mean, I'm not going to say I haven't shotgunned a beer in the last year. <laughs> that every once in a while. But but actual beer bong has been a long, long time. <laughs> Maybe we should bring it up. We should. Yeah, let's make it happen. Super Bowl. I've only gotten better, more practice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all the stuff break to take him stealing the mic from Snoop Dogg and just <laughs> Snoop Loop. Dr. Dre was there. I didn't even recognize him. What was he? I didn't see him either. Yeah, he was in the credits. Really? As himself. I did not recognize him. Hmm. Did not see him. All right, Alex, number one. My number one is uh, really the friendship between Mitch Beanie and Frank. Uh, lifelong friends, they get each they get each other into shit. Uh, when Mitch didn't want to do the fraternity because they were gonna get kicked out, Frank talked them into it and everything. It turned out to be a great decision that helped everybody except for Frank and Blue. And uh, <laughs> when Beatty was about to bail on everybody, that's when Mitch is like, you know what? I've adopted this whole thing and everything. Let's see it through. Let's make sure these kids, you know, uh, don't get expelled from college and whatnot. It brings. Well, Beanie back. Frank's always been in, and uh, he's the caretaker now uh, of the whole frat. So yeah, I like I like their uh, their their friendship. The true meaning of this movie and of <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> End of Christmas. Yeah. All right, Scott. Number one. Number one is is Will Ferrell in this movie. This is like his come coming out is isn't the right way to put it because everybody already knew about him from SNL, but. Like this, this is his like kind of movie star making turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and yeah, he makes the he he's a superstar. He's doing kind of the same thing in a lot of movies, but uh, yeah, it works here. I'd, I'd forgotten just how much screen time he got in this movie. Uh, like they give him a lot to do, and and really of of the three, like he's he's got the. You know, obviously the funniest stuff going on. Like, I guess you gotta have, kind of have, kind of have to have Luke Wilson kind of anchor stuff to be sort of the, the straight man. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, like this is in a lot of ways this is Will Ferrell's movie. <laughs> yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm telling you, his is the best character arc. I it's, I, I am hesitant to call it like an arc, <laughs> but but it does it arcs the wrong way. But yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, from a certain point of view. <laughs> uh, that is true. I'm looking here. So, yeah, he's in a bunch of weird movies. The very first big movie he was in was Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's Small right. role in that. Yeah, then you had Night at the Roxbury. Remember him being in the, yeah. it was probably before that uh, movie called The Suburbans. Yeah, that's he was, after he was, that. He was much more <laughs> low-key in that one, but he's still very funny. about Cars? Uh, it is not about cars. Oh, okay. It's actually about a band. Oh. He's in the next Awesome Powers movie. And he's in Dick. 
Superstars, Alex said, Ladies Man. So all these just SNL shit. And then... Oh, yeah, Ladies Man. Oh, I forgot he was in Jane and the Bob Strike Back. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He's the, the game the warden. Sheriff. Or the sheriff. Yeah. yeah. And then Zoolander. Okay. And that's all before. <laughs> Zoolander was before Old School? Yeah. Jesus. Wow. Kill the Our Prime Cl- Minister of Malaysia. And then Undeclared. I was a boat trip. I don't know. And then uh, Old School. And then Elf. And then Anchorman. Okay. So... Okay. And then, then a bunch of other stuff. God, some of these things are Bewitched, Wedding Crashers. So <laughs> yeah, Bewitched. Feel like, I feel like these just came out the other day. And it's been a long, <laughs> long time. What's the one where he hears he's the main character in the lady's story, but he's a real life person? Right. Um, Stranger Than Fiction? Yeah, yeah that's the one. Uh, see, that's already... That's 2006. That's such a long time. Jeebus <laughs> oh, H. He was on the Beastie Boys Fight for Your Right Revisited. <laughs> he plays Ad Rock. Hmm. Hmm. He won a, a Mark Twain Award. I know that. I watched that show. That was great. Oh, I remember his one-man show when he was, uh, uh, what was it called? You're Welcome, America. And he it did the uh, George W. impression for the last time. <laughs> I do. No. Did you guys ever watch that? Oh, it was fucking no. great. But I remember when Scott dressed up as him, dressed up as uh, <laughs> um, uh, Goulet. <laughs> I did, I've gone to the Will Ferrell, well, a couple times. I did Goulet and I also did Harry Carey. That's right. Hi. Did do Harry Carey. Yeah. Hi. Goulet. I, 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 yeah, the, the... I was quoting uh, Will Ferrell, quoting... Cisco and I said some very inappropriate things at Halloween party. Yes, <laughs> you did. I was gonna say the 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 Harry Carey one was better, but your entrance as Goulet was can't top that. Yep. <laughs> I'll just say that right yeah, now. Yeah, okay. Words that cannot be repeated in front of no, uh, anybody. They cannot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shouldn't have been said in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's so a Diablo funny. Martini. <laughs> mm-hmm. Devil of a good time. Devil of a good time. Yeah, I kind of had that giant martini, martini glass, and I just kept spilling the whole night. <laughs> just fine. Yeah. So I think I just kept watering it because I knew, like, right away that it was going to be tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, Scott and I worked with uh, Will Farrell's cousin for a few years. We did. Mia Farrell. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> I made myself laugh. Jonathan, remember him? Nope, sounds made up. All right. I think maybe. Yeah, he was in comms for a bit. We'll talk. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, my number one, we already talked about it, was the dart in the neck scene. That, I don't know, man. It's stupid humor followed by, you know, what Scott was talking about, a little better stuff. But just careful, man. <laughs> they just <laughs> stifler. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's part of the trailer right there. The yes. You're crazy, man. I like you, but you're crazy. <laughs> and just all this stuff. And then when he's like, just falls over, and then he's like stiff arming kids out of the <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah. Knocking but over. That the first the first person smacking the kid out, but that was good. That, that made me laugh. <laughs> you're crazy, man. I like you, but you're crazy. 
Uh, yeah, I, I actually kind of forgot about that scene, and when I saw it, I was dying. As soon as I when when it got to that, like, oh no, he's gonna shoot himself. It's so good. <laughs> uh, so good when the right. dart hits your neck. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had no extra, uh, no other Todd. Uh, one, one, one honorable mention that honorable mention. Thank that, you. That, <laughs> that made me laugh was I, I don't know if it was actually Piven or like a stunt guy. But when he jump kicks the door open <laughs> at the very end when he's running away. Oh, crap. Yeah, yeah that, was, that, was great. that was such a great little beat. Like, yeah, this man assaulted me. You all saw it. Yeah, just like no reason to jump kick the door open like that, but he does it. Oh, God. Uh, uh, yeah, well, I was just, I was just going to say that like, it was just cool. Oh, not cool, but it was just, I forgot Craig Kilborn was in this, which I don't know if I've ever seen him in a movie before. I think he like um, so left, was left everything to like be an actor and it never really worked out. Oof. Yeah, like he was the Daily Show, then he was on ESPN, and then he was an actor, and then he had his own talk show. Like the guy was all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um and then the girl, Ellen Pompeo, yeah, what are you whatever, like, telling me? It's guy code. I feel like she left after this to go start a TV show and she's still on it after freaking fifty years. I, I, uh, Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Is that show yeah. still going? <laughs> Yes, I oh my think God. so. Yes, they went through the whole pandemic. Like, it wasn't the whole point of, this, of the the show was that they were like, they weren't new doctors, but they were like trying to become elite surgeons. Like, and they were going through like this like Top Gun version of <laughs> of, of surgeon school, whatever. Like, I'm assuming they like got past that at some point. Uh, yeah. So it's just them being boring doctors at that point. Uh yes, well they throw in a lot of drama. They have some. It's they have some coma dreams. Mick drama. Yeah. <laughs> two thousand five to twenty twenty two. Jesus Christ! So it did start not too long after did, this movie. Did, was it was released like a hiatus at some point. I have no idea. I've watched like one episode, and that was like after the Super Bowl one year, and I think that's about it. Somebody put that yep. show out of its misery. Jesus. Does it even have the same cast at this point? Is there anybody other than Alan Pompeo? Uh yeah, or she's or she gone from it too. No, she's there. There's I saw her recently. Um, the the short doctor that was like kind of th- they called her like the Nazi because she was such a hard hard ass. That surgeon. Okay, I'm looking at like episode count, and so she's in. Uh, Ellen Pompeo is in 391 episodes. Chandra Wilson is also in 391 episodes. James Pickens Jr. is also in 391 episodes. Justin Chambers. I mean, I have no idea. I've never really watched the show in the one time. But yeah, there's like people who have been in over 250 episodes. Patrick mm-hmm. Dempsey was 260, so he only left 100 episodes ago. Yeah, how many, he died. How many episodes was oh, Sandra O? Oh. 220. I don't so know she if left. she died or not. Spoiler alert for Patrick Dempsey dying. Did <laughs> Dreamy died? Oh, Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Guess you can't buy yourself love. What? That didn't make sense. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can. <laughs> Jeff, that's... Roxanne. That, you were the last person I would have ever thought to make that reference, so kudos. <laughs> I saw that movie I, you, on video you, when it first yeah, came out. Um, you did. <laughs> I'm surprised. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Um, any other honorable mentions? Yeah. Uh, the Little Girl... This movie is produced by uh, DreamWorks, and uh, what's her face? The the daughter was holding a little Shrek doll at the birthday party. 
Yeah. It was like your toy. And then uh, Andy Dick in the Roman mythology <laughs> fucking oh, yeah, we haven't even uh, talked. reference. Yeah, we haven't we didn't mention that scene at all. Like I thought, yeah, the, the blowjob scene. I I, I felt like so we watched the Andy unrated Dick. version, whatever that means. I felt like that scene went on longer than the theatrical because that that scene went on for way too long. Mm-hmm. Any scene with Andy Dick's way too long. <laughs> that was great. He made a. <laughs> Just like you're not Romulus sucking on your mother wolf's teat, all right? We're not sucking down mythological creatures' milk here, okay? It's like what? <laughs> that really caught me off guard and got a snort out of me. Oh man! Uh, you know, Ellen Pompeo played Karen Page in the Ben Affleck Daredevil. Yes, she did. There was Karen oh, Page. That's, that's... Like was. Was the the Ben character there? Who's the Ben character? It's Joey uh, Pants. Is Joey Pants? Okay, okay. I think. I don't know. Yeah, no, I think that sounds right. <laughs> that sounds right, yeah. Yep, I'm looking at the cast, yeah. Who's, who is Ben? Who's that guy? So he's the reporter. Like, I guess like I, I don't know about it, but like in the, in the MCU, he's like a, like a really important, like, well, really important, whatever, but the... Like he follows like all the the superhero stuff like, um, and they spoilers uh, stuff happens to him in the uh, second season of Daredevil, first season of Daredevil. I don't who is who plays him in this in the Netflix show. The Netflix show, I think it's um, Curtis Fondy Hall. So yeah, so so well, I mean, <laughs> you have Joey Pants who's very white, and you have uh, Fondy Curtis Hall who is black in the. Uh-oh. Let me look it up. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen this movie. I, this is this is so someone should put this on their list because I'm sure it's just as good as the Netflix mm-hmm. show. Jennifer Garner yep. playing Electric Nachos. <laughs> electric Nachos. Uh, electric Nachos. Fucking <laughs> Jeff. Funny. I did. I did really like electric Michael Clark Duncan as uh, Kingpin. Man, that was a great casting. Yeah, it's pretty good. The other guy's pretty good, though, too, now. No, yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio, of course. I, John Favreau played Foggy Nelson. I don't even yeah, remember yeah. that. Jesus. Come, never, oh, never really left in your Foggy. Yeah. Daredevil 2003. That fucking playground scene, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, I found David Keith. That's uh, yeah. Scott's favorite That's black man who's Keith. not black. Keith David? Wrong. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so <laughs> David Keith sucks. Keith David's way better. Oh yeah, hell yeah, David Keith is. Just fucking David wants you to join the army. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was Vonnie Curtis Hall as uh, Ben Urich. Urich. So he's basically like the reporter that Karen Page takes over for. I think you're t- you're talking about Skeet Oldrich. Oh, Scott. sorry. Okay, okay the internet freaking. God damn Google and Amazon. Okay. <laughs> Swear to God. Yeah, what did you buy now? No, I'm on this page. Look at the Daredevil on IMTB. Laura and I, the last week, have been watching Ozark. And now it's like, on the side, more to explore. And it has a picture of young Jason Bateman and on another girl from the show, Ruth, if you haven't watched it, are right here. It knows. It listens. Go read it. Why does it know? So, uh, Electra from <laughs> the... the, the, sh- the- the Netflix show, um, so that electric electric nachos, 
mm-hmm. seen her pop up in ads for a thing called the Cleaning Lady, which is an awful title. Oh yeah, but it is. It looks terrible. We see the commercials all the yeah, time. Like yeah, I, you know, I'm curious because I really liked her in the in the show. But yeah, that's just an awful title. You know, it sounds like a fake. It sounds like something you'd see in like Ferdinand Sarah Marshall or whatever, yeah, like a fake. Yeah, yeah. The cleaning lady. Yeah, we might watch an episode because. All right, mm-hmm. let's rate this movie. Oh yeah, on a scale of one to seven, one being absolute garbage, seven being perfection. Alex, what do you give this movie? Uh, I was still giggling and laughing throughout the whole movie. I had a lot of fun. I'm gonna give this a six. For me, it still holds up. Okay, Scott. What would you give this movie? Uh, jeez. Um, yeah, oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, a lot of funny stuff going on here, um, but nothing of, of any real substance. Um, other than that, again, that uh, graduate reference in the middle. Um, yeah, it's. I wouldn't mind having this on in the background. But I, I don't know that I'd go out of my way for it. Ah, it's tough. I'm waffling here. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> want some syrup with that waffle? Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> some peanut butter too. Ooh, um, getting fancy. Yeah, I I'll give it a five. I I still had a, I still had fun and still kind of zipped along. So all yeah. right. So you're bordering between four and a five. Five and four. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'm bordered between five and six. Uh, it said we watched it a lot. It was hilarious. We were younger, kind of got over it, but I'll give it a six just because of nostalgia reasons. I guess I can't. It was hilarious in our twenties, and it was kind of funny now. So it's a five point six. I'll round up. <laughs> it's still, it's still it's pretty six. funny. Uh, um, and with that, I'm just kind of looking at the cast. People, we didn't even talk about Luke Wilson's character at all. Yeah, really. he's just Mitch, like he's a straight yeah, character. just a non-entity, really, other than a couple of yeah. scenes, like when he's slapping around his coworkers. Yeah, I uh, gave the speech at the wedding. <laughs> Love is hard to find, <laughs> and sometimes you come home early from a flight. <laughs> you can find some naked people coming out of your closet like a Scott damn magic act. Also, I'm, I'm pretty sure that wasn't an airport he was going through. Like that looked like the LA Convention Center. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. the same thing. It yeah. was probably the exact same place where he was at the convention. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we didn't talk about Leah Remini. I mean, she really doesn't do much in this yeah. other than I did. I I did escape Scientology. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I I did like the fact that of everybody, they had the most solid relationship, like him and uh, Vince Vaughn for her and Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Uh, oh, he almost cheated on her. But he, but he didn't. Yeah. yeah he didn't. I did, I, thought, I did think that was funny when he tells her, like, can I get your number in case anything ever happens to my wife? <laughs> I thought that, <laughs> that was actually a really funny, really funny <laughs> line. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Another one, Perry Reeves, who plays Miss yeah. Will Ferrell, which I just find hilarious because she plays. Um, oh, yeah. Ari's wife. wife. Ari's wife in uh, Entourage, which. I was a big fan of that show, so I always found that interesting that she was on here. Um, Craig Kilmore, we're talking about Elisha Cuthbert. I mean, that's weird. He just married, has sex with high school. I would have, I would have, that I would have like, have liked at least some throwaway line where she's like, don't worry about it, I'm 18 or something like that. But like, they yeah. kind of left it nebulous as to whether or not <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was like whether you committed statutory rape or not. 
Yeah. Uh, nah, she's three months away from graduating high school. She's 18. Her dad. Oh, yeah. Who's in everything. Yeah, Terry Quinn, great actor. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And Artie Lane, we already talked about and a few others. But all right. And with that, it's time to do our crossover list, which is what, Alex? Is our top five instances of non-sexual nudity in movies. All right. Or whatever. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Uh, uh, right off the bat, on my number five, I might have to get a judge's ruling. Uh, Seinfeld. George is trying to get fired from the Yankees to go to the Mets for a bigger contract. So he wears uh, a skin cellar. A colored tight suit, like a spandex suit, to go streak the field. I've never seen the episode, so I abstain. Yeah, he wanted the streak, but he was too modest, so he didn't do it. And they just basically called him Streaking Man. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Skin suit man. Skin suit man. I'll allow it. All right. Thank you. All right. Scott. Number five. Uh, so this one will also perhaps require a judge's ruling, um, including on here because it was such a huge deal. I promise. I promise we have naked people on our list. Don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, Actual naked people. Uh, so, you know, way back in the day, NYPD Blue was like always pushing the envelope, uh, <laughs> saying swear words and people would stay up late just to hear them say shit once oh, like shit. they did like a whole episode of South Park making fun of this but um <laughs> you got a little shit in here like, yeah. uh, but there was the episode where there was going to be some nudity um and I know we said non-sexual and I think so so Sipowitz <laughs> and uh what's I can't what's her name Sharon something I wish I were Sipowitz yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they they they're in the shower together which is clearly like at least in part like a sexual thing um, but, uh, yeah, it was such a huge deal to see some ass cheeks <laughs> on, on network television. Like, it's just, just such a, like, I, I always think of like the, like, oh, sweet summer children. Like, I know. like we still don't have nudity. Like, I know he he could blow five people's heads off during yeah. the episode. No big yeah, deal. We can show <laughs> don't, show, don't show a butt crack. Yeah, yeah don't. Yeah. You yeah. better not. Yeah, it's just, it's so ridiculous. Like well, how prudish we are about certain things in this country. It's, yeah, it's so weird. Any Sipowitz related nudity is non-sexual by default. So <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I'm going to allow, going to allow this. <laughs> yeah, the, I think that's a maybe a good uh, angle to come at it. And yeah, yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. that's that's my number five is NYPD Blue. All right. My number five, it's not really streaky, but it is some nudity. And I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to be fair and do uh, both sides here. It might be T2. You get to see uh, both Terminators nude at the beginning of the movie. Oh, yeah. Nice. Get to see some Terminator ass. Sculpted glutes. Get to see some Schwarzenegger (laughs) ass and some T1000 ass. Yeah. Robert Robert Patrick. Agent Doggett ass. I almost said Neil Patrick. (laughs) Robert Doggett. John Doggett. Whatever. But yeah, mm-hmm. Terminator ass at the beginning of T2 is my number five. <laughs> Alex. My number five is from Beer Fest <laughs> when uh, Barry Badgernass yes. wakes up in a field <laughs> next to a dead deer <laughs> naked. Oh, no, not again. <laughs> there it it's is. pretty good. It's 
pretty good. All right, Alex. Or sorry, Scott, number four. Number four is that exact same scene from Beer Fest. <laughs> not, <laughs> there it is. Not again. Like <laughs> I just like how he like hear blood all over he, his face. Like runs off into the bushes. <laughs> and that scene. And then he, yeah, just again, just the non sequitur nature of it all. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> all right. On to my number four is a movie we just we just did not too long ago. Would be forgetting Sarah Marshall and just yep. Peter's dick. Yeah. It's a good looking dick, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got to say. Since we just talked about this a few weeks ago. But uh, yeah, you don't see too much male male full frontal nudity, especially in comedies. There it is. Yeah, stop, don't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh. Alex, number three. My number three is from uh, Rom-Com, one of my favorites, Love Actually. And yes, they are filming stuff for pornography, but they're not actually having any sex or any sex act because they're filming like the in-between shots, like the uh, the B-roll, if you will, of footage that they need to cut to. So they're not filming their faces. They're just like faking. They're naked still, but they're faking having sex in order to like cut into uh, the movie later. Right. Well, wait, so what was it you said? It, they were, it was for it wasn't for a porn, though. Yes. No. It wasn't for a porn? No. Why, sure why would a porn have like stand in actors to do that? It's very high budget. <laughs> I don't know what kind of porn you've been watching. Um well, they did it. Well, so they, the, the, the thing was, they were both they were both stand-ins, um, and they had her get naked so that yeah, they could make sure they had the lighting correct on 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 the on the boobs. Um, yeah, that no, but they were doing the whole blowjob scene too, right? So th- so they could get like all the angles and lighting correct. So then they brought the actual actors in or or whatever, or the people they would actually be filming for the movie. Oh. They were stand-ins for porn. Yes. Got it. Well, <laughs> I mean, they were stand-ins for other actors. Look, can we agree to that? Uh, yes. Okay. I'll agree to that. All right. All right. Let's sign the treaties. Yes. But that that was, yeah, I, I agree. That was a, a funny, funny sequence. And then, like, out of, like, all of them, out, out of all the different, uh, I don't know, I don't want to call them vignettes because they keep coming back to them. But uh, mm-hmm. out, of, out of all of the, the, the meet-cutes in the movie, I like... This actually makes the most sense, like the fact that they, they kind of start a relationship out of that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like creepy stalker wedding guy. Yeah. Best friend guy. Yeah. All right. Where do we leave off? <laughs> hate that guy. So that was Alex's three. Yeah, uh, my number three. three. All right. Scott, number three. Uh, so my number three is, is also forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, I love okay. full on dog. That's not why just, I left it off my not, not just neck. Not just neck, but full on dog. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, my number three is uh, full-on boob, and that would be from Airplane. And just the <laughs> when the, yeah. the girls' boobs show up on screen. And I think I mentioned this in the first time we saw boobs on the screen or whatever episode way back in the day when we did, uh, uh, what was it, the Prince yeah, movie? Yeah, it was, it was, a, yeah. It was uh, not Purple Rain. Was it Purple Rain? Purple Rain. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, yeah, just seeing... <laughs> Just seeing her boobs on the screen. That's all it was. It wasn't sexual. Just bare bounce of boobs <laughs> on the screen while the plane was going down. I already forgot what happened during that scene, but mm-hmm. yep, that's my number three. Scott or Alex, number two. My number two is from Basketball. <laughs> the infamous Damn, you locker room scenes. <laughs> well, where they're talking in the locker room and then uh, what's her face? Kathy Ireland comes in. Kathy Ireland. <laughs> 
Yasmin Bleeth. Yasmin Bleeth, my bad. Yasmin Bleeth comes in into the locker room to accuse him of stuff. (laughs) Whenever they cut away to a down shot, like on the bench, because she slaps down pictures, you see just these, it's only for a split second, but these giant, like, cords that are supposed to be penises between their legs. All you see is, like, this, like, three, good three feet of neck. <laughs> it goes way below like the they bench. keep making sounds like they're hitting the floor and stuff like that. yeah 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 they turn around real fast they knock stuff like water bottles over yeah she, <laughs> it's fucking great and she keeps like making all these Freudian slips and like eventually she just like says that like huge throbbing cocks she's like I need to get out of here yeah <laughs> reminds me of that TikTok video Brian just sent today of the snow angel <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet it's a miracle the guy was. Yeah, the guy's like, curve was a, it's a snowy driveway. Yeah, it's slippery. Curve was really slippery. Yeah, you may fall down. Look, I fell down earlier. It has like a, his body outline, but then with a giant imprint of a <laughs> penis. All right, Scott, number two. Um, number two is uh, from The Simpsons. Uh, early seasons. I don't remember which season it was exactly, but it's from the Homer the Great episode. Uh, the Stonecutters. Uh, when they they have they have they've attached the stone of shame <laughs> to, to yeah. Homer and he's lugging it around um, and he's naked and you see uh, see his ass for that that whole sequence and then they they see the birthmark and he's like what what is, is the chosen one yeah he is the chosen yeah. one uh, and so the my favorite all time Simpsons jokes about they remove the stone of shame. Attach the stone of triumph, and they put like an even bigger boulder. That <laughs> starts lugging off, and he's still just like butt ass naked. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's one of the first things I thought of. Uh, I guess you know we talked about uh, NYPD Blue, but I mean Simpsons been pushing the envelope forever. Oh yeah, there was a time that Homer ran out out of the bath because he forgot to pick up Bart at the soccer game. <laughs> he runs back. Patty and Selma. I think it's Selma that goes, well, there goes my last lingering uh, shred of my heterosexuality. <laughs> All right. That's how my honorable mentions. I thought that was from when uh, the Krusty doll episode, the killer Krusty oh, doll. Oh, you know what? You might be right. I am right. Okay. <laughs> Homer runs out of the bath a lot. Yeah. Completely naked. But he's running in terror, not like he's running like he's late. Like he's running. For, oh, uh, okay. I'm pretty sure. But, oh, yeah. I mean, you no, know more about The Simpsons than me. No, but. you're right. Because in, in the other one where he's uh, late to pick up Bart, he goes outside and then Flanders goes, Hey, Homer, I can see your doodle. <laughs> Shut up, Flanders. Shut up, Flanders. <laughs> pick a bar. What the hell does that mean? Pick a bar. Um, all right. Well, my number two, well, it is sexual. It's not. What's going on in the main scene is not sexual. It just happens to be behind the door when someone punches someone through the door and then uh, there's a camera involved and it's commando <laughs> when, Arn- <laughs> when Arnold is fighting yes. Cook and he, they throw through the door and uh, yeah there's some uh, boobies and I don't even know if you see his thing going on or whatever but it's it there's and there's a camera and she's behind him yeah, it's yeah, a that's, very that's weird the funny scene. Part is, like she's behind him when the like yeah yeah that's uh, it's a pegging video there you go. Probably. Yeah, very progressive for the 80s. Yeah. This Green Beret is going to kick your ass. That's one thing, man. Like, action movies now, they don't have to... That's pointless. That did not need to be in there, but you know what? They did it. <laughs> Young <laughs> Jeff was happy. <laughs> and by golly... Yeah. 
<laughs> Commando, number two. Alex, what's your number one? My number one is from the Simpsons movie where Homer dares Bart to skateboard naked from uh, from their house all the way to the Krusty Burger. And that whole sequence is <laughs> phenomenal. Because <laughs> they do that thing where they hide Bart's privates and everywhere he goes. So you kind of get to see butt cheeks, but he's skateboarding so fast. And there's a leaf there and a bird carries a worm oh, over there. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's this one part where he goes through... Where he goes behind these hedges, but everything else on Bart is blocked off except for his genitals. Yeah. <laughs> for like a good like two seconds. Yeah, that, was a good oh, that was great. Nice. All right. Scott, number one. Uh, number one is, is basketball. Yeah. Alex laid it out pretty well. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Who's that? Victoria, it looks like Victoria Silfstead, Player of the Year. Well, not my, well, not my number one, but kind of in line with that and with the Simpsons. What about the Flanders when they blur out his stuff <laughs> yeah, it's, it's <laughs> all the way to the floor? Great, <laughs> stupid, sexy Flanders. Uh, my number one is from History of the World Part One, the eunuch scene. <laughs> you just see him running away and oh, see a floppy damn. wiener. Yeah, he's not completely t- nude, but it's, he's naked enough. Ah, you see his dog and he's yeah. running and that counts as a streak. <laughs> the jig is up. And That's an gone. erect and That's an erect streak. <laughs> the feathers pop. <laughs> 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 well, that's the best scene ever. He doesn't seem as big as the other eunuchs. <laughs> you gotta give him some time. He's just been <laughs> snipped. <laughs> he's just been snipped. <laughs> the jig is up. I swear, if you watch it on uh, TV, they don't edit it out because I don't think they know it's there. <laughs> it's like the the end of uh, Teen Wolf. Oh yeah, just like the end, of just Teen like the Wolf. end of Teen Wolf. Or right. when they play the Who's Who Are You on the radio for years. Who they are you? They didn't censor that. Ah, oh, who the fuck are you? There it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, my only honorable mention was the Simpsons ones that you guys already said. So, uh, any from you guys? Uh, All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's time for Alex Knows Sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball? <laughs> the Rams and the Bengals going Ram. head-to-head in Super Bowl Ram. LVI. I never thought I never thought I'd see the Bengals in a Super Bowl. Again? 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 They've been? Yeah. yeah, in the 80s. Oh, okay. There you go. Well, Nicky then, Woods. Nicky Shuffle. It almost repeated because they played the Niners back then, and they almost played the Niners this time. Did they win? No, Joe Montana and the Niners kicked their butts back then. But, <laughs> uh, but this year is the year of the Tiger. Oh, better not be. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Happy Lunar well, New, new Year, everybody! Yeah, true, year yeah. of the Tiger. Yeah, happy Happy huh? New New Year to everybody. Yeah, and yeah, and a Bengal is a type of Tiger. Hmm, I thought it's type of barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> that too. I thought it was a bracelet. <laughs> I thought, I thought it was a band. A band. <laughs> yeah, so like, <laughs> all the cops in the donut shops. Yeah. Well, as a big Rams fan, I'm definitely looking forward to it and nervous as heck. So, do, do you think they're going to start Boomer Sayasen Sisin? Uh, no, I do not think Boomer Sayasen will be coming out of the broadcast booth to uh, coming out of the woof because <laughs> the guy they got is pretty good and he's a lot younger. So, uh, two right. girls, one cup. Joe Joe Burrow. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else to add to this? Looking uh, forward no. to it. Yeah. Right. Super Bowl. It's time for Neum News. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was yeah. Okay. Uh, so we talked last week about how Microsoft had had bought out uh, Bl- Activision Blizzard and King, mm-hmm. uh, as mm-hmm. Alex so pointed out. Um, so of course Sony was going to let this lie. Uh, they this week uh, purchased Bungie, um, not for seventy billion or whatever it was the other one was for, yeah. for mere like three point six or something like that. Let me bring up my news story here. Real quick. Um, at any rate, yeah, they, they, they bought up, uh, so yeah, 3.6 billion, um, but Bungie, which is funny because Microsoft had bought Bungie at one point. That's what I was going to say, didn't they? Halo and, then, and, and then all Bungie, that was... like, I don't know if they got bought out, but they like, there's some exclusivity with Activision, which is funny. Um, so it's, no, because no, because I think didn't they uh, just didn't renew the contract? So so with Microsoft you know, I think, I think Bungie was always a Microsoft thing, and then they yeah, they went they they parted ways and they went to Activision. Yeah, and then they parted ways with them, and now um, Sony is is now buying them. Uh, so yeah, it's yeah, I thought it was that. Microsoft just bought the Halo franchise from Bungie or something. Maybe. Bungie it's, yeah, now it's like thing. Alex 343 Studios. Yes, 343 is making Halo yeah, stuff. So, um, yeah, I had no idea as far as like the original makers and talent and everything. But who does Destiny? Bungie. Yeah, Destiny is Bungie. Oh, I can't play that anymore well, they've said They've said that, that uh, at least Destiny 2 will remain multi-platform. But right. you know who knows mm-hmm. what if they ever do. Maybe there maybe this hastens <laughs> plans for Destiny Three and uh, PlayStation exclusivity. But I, I feel like Sony's also gotten a lot of their stuff on PC recently. So mm-hmm. in theory, you could also play it on, on PC, just not like on an Xbox. Um, right. Well, I haven't played it in like three or four years yeah. anyway. So but but at any rate, uh, yeah, just this arms race. It, it's just crazy to me that. They're like, yeah, well, we'll go ahead and buy the studio for three point six billion. Like, like it, guys, why didn't we develop our game studio? Yeah, like I we know. said we were going to do. <laughs> we could be billionaires right now. Yeah, uh, or lowly multi multi hundred millionaires, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's all I gotta do is make Wordle and yeah, Wordle. Sell it to New York Times for Wordle, a million like, dollars or whatever. I've never heard of this game in like Flappy the word. last week and a half. It's like popping up everywhere. I've not played this. I don't really know what it's about. Other than it's a word game. Uh, yeah, it's just guess a five letter word every day, and you have six tries or five tries. Yeah. Um, That's it. Yeah, I know people are obsessed with it. Uh, so yeah, yeah, going back to to the my original thing I want to talk about. Is, yeah, just. This this weird arms race that that's going on here. Uh, I I said last week that I genuinely hope that that would be the end of it, and now I'm, I'm saying it again. <laughs> um, you know the competition is is good. Uh, I want studios to, to be able to to do what they want. You know, mm-hmm. we don't want his complacency to set in. Um, but I I can't think this is the end of it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because you got to think there's these other companies, these other big publishers, or whatever, and the stakeholders are like, well, like we could sell our company for a few billion dollars. 
a couple billion dollars to Microsoft or Sony. Let's look into this. Maybe that wasn't on the a thing that anybody was thinking about before. Um, yeah. What if one of them tries to acquire Steam? Mm, that would be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh-huh. I like Steam prints money though, so I'm not sure that they. Yeah, I know. This looks way well, too much yeah, money. Yeah, so does Microsoft and Sony. Oh, so. Right. Well, I mean, Steam. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Steam is probably comparable to. Well, I actually I have no idea on the actual numbers, but the, like, I would guess that Steam is comparable to Sony, and Microsoft just has the Microsoft money, not not necessarily the Xbox money. Sure. Uh, exactly. Or the or the Microsoft um, whatever it's called on Windows, Microsoft Windows. Uh, the Windows. Windows games, games for Windows. Um, at any rate, um, yeah, yeah, it's 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 crazy. These these huge numbers will be thrown around, and yeah, I just mm-hmm. I don't see the benefit <laughs> other than to like shareholders, yeah, uh, for consumers. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll see, we'll see. Uh, Hopefully, better just uh, employee conditions. Yeah, but even that. Speaking of which, I gotta cancel my Microsoft subscription. What's the name of that thing? Gold <laughs> Xbox right Live Gold. No, yeah. not that. It's gold. Oh, oh, Game, Game Pass. Pass. Game Pass. Because I got that for free because I signed up for something. Right, right. And now I was getting charged for it. Obviously, I'm not gonna do it now. But go ahead. Video games. Yep. So, anyways, that's... I wonder if someone's gonna buy Verant and EverQuest is gonna come back. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Doesn't Sony own that already? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know how that works. They distributed oh, it and they own the servers, but I like, think Verant- like MMOs are such a massive crapshoot. Like, can like there's been New World is still going, there's, kinda. There's been like, I mean, I'm not really counting Destiny as this because, like, it's the model's a little bit different, but um, and also you're yeah. not paying a monthly subscription. Um, so what are these MMOs where you're paying a monthly subscription, like? There's been like three or four that have been like truly like gangbusters successful since like EverQuest, right? It was like EverQuest came along and then World of Warcraft and then Final Fantasy XIV. And Final Fantasy XIV yes. failed the first time around. They yeah. had to like, like, it's, it's, it it's, it's, yeah, it's amazing because this is the whole sunken cost theory. Uh, but they, they made it work somehow. Um, it's all these other MMOs, and I'm sure a lot of these are like, like, uh, I don't know, objectively is the right word, but all these games are are like fine. They just didn't catch on. Um, you know, maybe they're not as good, or, or maybe they just didn't offer enough of what people were looking for. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, just like the MMO thing is 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 not so like, I it's weird. Like all all new MMOs are just like pretty much just coming out of. Like Korea at this point, <laughs> like there's there's yeah. really nobody. Yeah. Like that's why Amazon's like such a big swing that Amazon took with uh, with New World, um, and I appreciate it. Like because you always want the next thing, the next big thing, um, but it just seems like uh, again such a crapshoot. Um, well, then, just you wait until the metaverse kicks in. Yeah, the the Oasis. <laughs> um, so, you just my 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 whole point being that like. If Evercast three ever becomes a thing, like that, that'll be a turning point in something. I, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know what. <laughs> I mean, Evercast three—that's a thing. No, it's not. I'm saying if no. it were. Well, for for a while it was. They were going to have Evercast next. That's pretty much all died at this point. 
I don't think they were mm-hmm. calling it three, but it was going to be like EverQuest Next or whatever they eventually called it. But uh, yeah, that, that I'm still waiting for that uh, New Horizons. <laughs> yeah, once yeah. Horizons coming out. Yeah, yeah. yeah Horizons. Yeah, good. What, what were some of the other ones that that people knew about? Anyways, there was Ashran's Call. Uh, I played Ashran's Call for a bit. Uh, there's Dark Age of Camelot. Uh, oh yeah, that's what I was just trying to think of. Yeah, there was the f- what was the su- sci-fi that was one? Su- that that one was super not- cool. It was just so so buggy. Uh, yeah, Star Wars Galaxies? No, no, oh, that, that one too. Um, no, that the other one was uh, was a fun com. It was um, it's still out. It's just like like all free to play now. Uh, or they had the free to play model. It's um, oh Lord. No oh, damn! What was listening? Lord, uh, <laughs> I'm looking it up now. But I, I did. I did really like that one, uh, the sci-fi one. Um, damn it! Uh, Anarchy Online. Okay, Anarchy yes. Online is what it was okay. called. Uh, oh yeah. So that that was cool. Yeah. Then the first there was the, the, the uh, first Star Wars one, the Lord of the Rings one. <laughs> That's right. There was there was a Lord one, Lator. Oh shit! Uh, there was what was that superhero one? City of Heroes. City of Heroes. So that one, that one, I think is still kind of around. That that the, the model for that the, one was like a the lot. Best more. part was creating your character, yeah, yeah. and then it was game went down. Um, yeah, a DC Universe Online. Yeah. The the first the first Star Wars one was such a mess. Like the balls on Sony because that was a Sony gig uh, to release that game with no content. <laughs> yeah. There was a few worlds you could run around on, and you could kind of kill stuff, and you kind of craft stuff. But there was fuck all to do. Like they're like, yeah, we're we're getting this out. Like <laughs> somebody somebody yeah. made the call of like we're doing this now. Like we need we need the cash flow or whatever. We need the revenue. Um, there was Knights of the Old Republic that's still free to play. So yeah, um, Old Republic. Old Republic. Yeah. I mean that yeah, one that one was Republic. like again really cool, but more is like like I would have been awesome if they just focused on making a single player. <laughs> thing because yeah. i was like that's what it felt like but yeah that one was that was cool but yeah i just i don't know it never really caught on oh that was uh the more recent one wildstar well, yeah wildstar took a big swing also that was western developed yeah. i mean that was mm-hmm. it was korean backed but it was western developed um that was developed in my office building that's right yeah, yeah. yeah. i remember jeff complaining yeah. about all the weirdos going by yeah, there was a guy dressed as Robin Hood walking around all the time with his employees. It was the weirdest thing ever. I'm not even joking about this. Oh, I believe you. Yeah. He didn't have... A, I was expecting... It was more like a bard than, I guess, than Robin Hood. And I was expecting to have like a flute or a lute or something and just... Oh, your, your animations this week weren't that good. <laughs> yeah. I need to tighten up the graphics on level seven. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, I'm sure people are fascinated by us listing <laughs> MMOs. But, uh, um, so anyways, just Sony bought Bungie. It's a big deal. Uh, again, I say, yes. I hope this is the end of it. Uh, moving on to a, a brief review. Uh, I must have been like super bored because I watched the... Uh, I don't even remember who the director was. But it was the Michael Michael Bay produced uh, more recent Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, wow, with Megan Fox. Yeah, why'd you do that? I just wanted to see what it was like, what it was all about. Like, I mean, obviously, I know like what the story is about. Just the, what they what they did with the 
the the IP on this this new incarnation. My toe, my, my toe. toe, and uh, it was it was pretty meh. Uh, big surprise. Like I didn't hate it, uh, but yeah, I don't I don't need to I don't think I ever need to watch it again. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it it's it's weird seeing like the so. The original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was like definitely a, a, a chat of the '80s, and it was poking fun at like other comics. Um, but within by the time the, the live action movie came around, like it, it was kind of taking itself somewhat seriously. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's like steeped in like the the pop culture of when it came out. So they had to update it for for this one, uh, or uh, to Jesus, when this came out, 2016, 2017? Uh and yeah, just the 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 new take on on the characters. Um, it's I did not well served by the CGI. I think um, I think there was a certain charm to to them in those those unwieldy <laughs> uh, heavy latex the turtle costumes they were in the first time around. They, they did yeah. have some good. It's pretty solid animatronics um, for the faces and and for Splinter. Uh, whereas this one's just all CGI, and yeah, of course, many scenes that are just a massive CGI clusterfuck, um, and mm-hmm. some things that really aren't worth thinking too hard about. How apparently in the movie there's a, a giant mountain right next to New York City <laughs> that's perpetually covered in snow. Um, yeah, it's there's there's some weird stuff going on. Uh, yeah, uh, there we are. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. So you haven't watched it, Alex? I've seen part of it. And I was like, eh. I, I am the same. I'm just me. Mildly curious to see what they did with uh, Bebop and Bebop, Bebop, and Rocksteady in the in the second movie, but not enough to actually go out of my way to do that. Yeah. So. Uh, yep. Yeah, that, that's pretty much it for me. Uh, Alex, anything you want to go over? Uh, nope. All right. Uh, Jeff, anything you want to go over? A couple things. So as I mentioned, I watched Ozark. So I've never I really saw the show. We watched it over the past couple weeks, week and a half, at least season one. Have you guys watched it? I've seen or the no? first episode, maybe the second episode. I feel like Laura Linney is in all the things, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we started it like three times. We think we watched the first episode and then we didn't get back into it. And this time, <laughs> this we just skipped creep. the. <laughs> we started the first. We missed. We started. We skipped the first episode. We into it. Uh, it's really good. Uh, it's hard. It's. A, I kept saying it's so hard to watch. There is no levity at all in this in this show. It's just, just so bleak and dark. And it's like, man, even like. Breaking Bad or The Wire or Sopranos. There's jokes in there every once in a while. There's just nothing. It's just ugh. so. Those are I'm sure we'll yeah. I'm sure we'll move into this next season or so. It's like I said, it's really good storytelling stuff. It's just it's it's a hard. Like, we usually watch one, maybe two episodes, and then put on a couple episodes of Seinfeld or something <laughs> just to kind of. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's that crazy Kramer doing? Um, did that and then uh, Mandalorian. Or not Mandalorian. Oh, I guess it is Mandalorian. I don't know if you watched this week's episode, but um, yeah, I still awesome. still uh, need to go back to episode three. Oh, God damn it! 
Yeah, you know you uh, you're on a podcast that talks about so maybe not Alex, but you you're on record, Jeff, as saying that you you've hated it. So I was in like no rush to. Well, still, it's your job. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'm not what you get paid. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the latest episode, a non or I guess spoiler alert, but I won't get too much details. It's not an episode about Boba Fett at all. It's basically episode one, season three of The Mandalorian. Um, and I, for one, really enjoyed it. <laughs> it was really good. Yeah, it was awesome. To you, it was enjoyable yeah. to you. To me. Uh, yeah, no Boba Fett, yeah. no any of that stuff. I would just, just say this episode is really wizard. Yeah. They lean heavily in episode one. <laughs> so Phantom cool. Menace references in this episode. Hey, did you see Mar- Mars Guo? Who? <laughs> Rawr, yeah. Okay. Nah, he wasn't it. there. But they I fly through the... Yeah, they go basically through the... All right, Alex, did you know... Or did they just redcon this, that, that the pod race was at Beggar's Canyon? Um, I didn't know. So they just red caught because it, yeah sure. because I don't think a T sixteen could have flown through there. Sure. Shooting womp rats. Well, maybe I mean for the initial thing at the Bigger's Canyon, he goes he has to turn the ship on its axis to get through the skinny part, but then he, they they can go flat again like horizontal, so it gets wider. But I still don't see a T sixteen Skyhopper going through that little ledge. Man, well, if the pod racers could, why couldn't it? Yeah, I think it's too big. I want to say, yeah, whatever. Oh, but yeah, I didn't know it was Bigger's Canyon. Yeah. So anyway, Scott, there's a point where they're they're basically he's flying a ship through uh, an area, and she's like, "Oh, it's you know, it's just like you're, you're nearing Bigger's Canyon." But when you see it, it's literally the race course that Anakin and Saboba fly through in the pod race. Pudu. So you can see like the ramp. It's hilarious. They show the one ramp that he flies over, and he flies through the whatever the, the gate or whatever and then you oh look it's still cracked i mean that shit was like 60 years ago right like time wise like anakin has fully grown up and died and <laughs> did all this shit luke's yeah. grown up and no oh, he hasn't died but it's just like okay i guess it's a little too off. But anyway anyway i really enjoyed it um but it has nothing to do with this so i don't know if what they're doing with this show as far as like this was supposed to be a movie and they're just stretching it out and they're like oh we can't even make seven episodes let's throw in an episode of mandalorian in here like i don't know it was the weirdest thing ever like we're not even exaggerating when we say this. <laughs> it's literally a mandalorian episode in book of Boba Fett. Like, yeah still good all right it is good yeah it's awesome <laughs> it just i don't know what they're doing over there it doesn't really, it doesn't really make sense <laughs> to me like maybe intercutting every once in a while but nope um but yeah the best episode so far and that's not saying much for the show <laughs> the best episode of this is alright uh, oh, there was something else I yeah. wanted to talk about though actually for it uh, um, yeah I don't know I still don't like that Amy Sedaris chick <laughs> he bugs me I hate that Bob Barker <laughs> Jawas <laughs> yeah that's right that big reveal that was good <laughs> yeah. alright that's it I know I've, there's something else I watched but I can't remember it so that's it alright sounds like we're done alright uh, thanks for listening everybody 
We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.